Blog Talk Radio.
True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Mother, we just gonna um, and we know Mother Z is 
somewhere close by. I'll pray to take us out for another episode. So what we'll do, Mother, we just, um, until the elder's microphone get ready, take a look at that Luke chapter 12, verse 12 there, Mother, in a few weeks. Let's see if we can work out in Luke 12, 12 there. Come on. Okay. The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. Book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right, Mother. That's right, Mother E. The righteous spirit will do all of letting you know, but you've got to be line up with him. And once you line up with him, you can't be all over the place. In fact, we'll get a case in point on that, Mother. We don't get a case in point by going to the book of Acts, mother. We're going to run over to the book of Acts and get a case in point. Because it just don't, um, it don't work the way we think it works. So we'll run to the book of Acts and take a look at something, mother. We're going to Acts chapter. 21. And we're going to look down at 21. Now we need a little bit more. We need a little bit more here, mother. I'm all over the place right now. So we want to take a look at something that mother is. So I'm struggling right out the gate. Now, we know over here in 21, mm-hmm. over here in 21 there, Mother E, but uh, I'm struggling. Acts 21. Yeah, I'm struggling right out the gate right now. I'm struggling right out the gate. Because uh, I'm still 21, making 19. That's why I'm struggling out the gate, mother. In the book of the 19th chapter, and you have to see how in Acts chapter 19, we will look down at verse number 19, and we're going to pick it up at verse 13. Let's see what we can get out of Acts chapter 19, and we're going to pick it up around by verse number 13. How that sound in, Mother? Acts chapter 19, we open up in Acts chapter 19, and we'll pick it up at verse number 13. Let's see what that's saying, Mother. The book of Acts chapter 19, verse 13. Then certain of the Bethlehem Jews ex- exercised, took up upon oh, them. Hey, hold on, mother. That was that's ecstasy. You know, like you know, like when the priest started okay. doing that old ritual stuff. That's some ecstasy stuff they be doing. That old okay. um, divination. That that uh, bewitching stuff. That's that's ecstasy. Come on, that mother. Okay. 
the book of Acts, chapter 19, verse 13. Then certain of the best-born Jews, Exodus, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits. The name of the Yahweh saying, We adore you by Yahweh, whom Paul preaches, teaches. 14. And there were seven sons of one seer, a Jew, and chief of the priests which did so. Verse 15. And the evil spirit answered and said, Yahweh, I know, and Paul, I know, but who are you? Mm. And left off on 15. 
Okay. Nineteen fifteen. Give me give me uh nineteen fifteen again. Read that verse again and about nineteen fifteen. Okay. Acts chapter nineteen, verse fifteen. And the evil spirits answered and said, Yahweh, I know, and Paul I know. But who are you? Uh huh. Now these were the seven sons of Sheba. They were also from the tribe of Judah. So they want to say, Yahweh be with you and Yahweh bless you. And, and Luke chapter 12, verse 12, they had it all going on there, mother. But one thing about these spirits of Yahweh, they know when you sincere, and they know when you about his business. They know who they can test and who they cannot test. They know when you fake it, whether you know it or not, when you just going through the motion. So Paul worked a lot of miracles upon the banner of Yahweh. These seven songs of Sheba says, we want to do the same thing Paul doing. Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Uh-huh. And they say, no, man, you you don't you don't work like that. Now, what do they do next, mother? Now, what do they do next after they found out that this guy was faking? What's the next verse after, mother? Acts chapter 19, verse 16. And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaked on them and overcome them and prevailed against them so that they be out of that house naked and wounded. <laughs> yeah, Marie. See, sometimes they'll watch and they'll talk that talk. But if you ain't if you ain't sincere about this word of the Almighty Old Little Man, when you ready to reach for it, it's not gonna be there. Huh? And that would happen there. So um, that would happen, mother. See, because you hear 12 verse 12, because you hear it, that don't mean that Yahweh going to respond to you. Because you got to mm-hmm. be righteous to make that happen. So he going to mess around and leave you out there, no doubt about it. All right, good enough. So uh, I want to take a look at something. There. Let me check again and see the elder's microphone. I know how to make the suggestions. Let me check again for the elder. Yachdah. Elder Yachdah Israel. Yachdah bitch at Sea Royal. Alright, still ain't. His his microphone still ain't working properly yet. Uh, WCC, World Council of Churches, can you, um, all right. So, when, Elder, whenever your microphone gets ready to say hallelujah, and we'll get, we get on to the topic of the lesson, so what we're going to do, we're just going to do the best we can right now. So now, Sister Sarah Israel. I want to look at a verse in Proverbs chapter 20, 
28, or make it 29, 18. Uh, Sister Sarah, what do it say in Proverbs 29, verse 18? And getting that microphone, we see the young lion, one of the young lions came on, on stage, and maybe he's ready to get in there. Maybe he's coming peacefully. Hopefully, coming peacefully. So, holler in that microphone a little bit on take number 21. Let's find out something, Sister Sarah. What can we read out of Proverbs? 29, verse 18, and get in that microphone and take a deep breath and come on home. You're on the clock. All right, we read in Proverbs chapter 29, verses 18, and it reads, Yeah, one verse, yes. Uh-huh. Where, there, where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. You know how people talk about, well, I, I had a vision, I got a vision, don't do this and do this. But you, you might just do a lot of things worldly, and you might succeed in it. But one thing about it is no better vision than you keeping the law, because <laughs> the law will make you happy. It'll get you from the world, it'll make you happy when you're keeping the law. See, everybody love to read that part that is... um.
um, or on your phones, your desktop or your laptop. And um, you can tune in once you download blogs. Uh, once you download the Pal Talk, you can go to this group. Once you put in in the access group, look for uh, African Americans, and then look for B-O-T-T-Y, and tune in to us at 8 o'clock p.m. Also, we um, have B-O-T-T-Y, try Y-H-G-H, type that in on your desktop, laptop, or your smart TV, and on your one I say phone for the, well, try, uh, B-O-T-T-Y, try Y-H-G-H for your um, YouTube page. We also broadcasting on YouTube once again at V-O-T-T-Y, try Y-H-D-H. You can also catch us on Facebook, any one of the previous broadcasts. You can catch us on there at B-O-T-T-Y. Uh, once again, you can catch any one of the previous broadcasts at B-O-T-T-Y on our Facebook page anytime we went live inside of the class as well. If you want to call in to the um, radio station, on the days that it's presented to you, um, is the phone number is three one nine five two seven six zero six five. Share the number to any one of your pals or your friends, anybody you're socialized with from the twelve tribes of Israel. We say uh, write down questions, questions, and call in for questions and comments at two two four six zero zero five five seven nine. Once again, the phone number to call in for questions and comments. It's two two four six zero zero five five seven nine, and we'll um, do do our part in some just says Yahweh and go search out the scriptures. And we can't have an answer for you right there at that very moment. We get our Daniel chapter two verse sixteen on, and just ask the king give us some time to get an answer from Yahweh. Over to you, says we're of Steve Roy, driver Yah Dajou. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. That's right. <laughs> Again, hey, hey, once you um, your microphone ready, y'all Israel. Uh, just say hallelujah, probably we know you're ready to go. Your microphone been uh put on the broadcast, so we've been waiting to hear some hallelujah, and then we know one thing, yeah, we definitely gonna focus in on kind of addition, but right now we're gonna. Take it another way for a minute. So now we're going to go back. Now, young line, in the 14th chapter, young line, of the book of Second Ezra, let's pick it at verse 6 and see what's going on in the second book of Ezra. Second book of Ezra. Y'all lying and um, again, Elder, once you just say hallelujah for Yellow and let me know that you ready, the microphone ready. Just uh, say hallelujah raw. And we know one thing, you the microphone to be heard and we gonna take a look at some of that. In time prophecy on Revelation. Well, right now, y'all line up, give me that um, verse in Second Ezra, chapter 14, figure around by verse 6 to see what's going on with that. Second Ezra, chapter 14, 
Okay, you say you are back in Ezra chapter 14? Yeah, back in Ezra 14, and think of verse number 6. Okay, you're going to second Ezra chapter 14, picking up at verse number 6. Mm-hmm. Book of second Ezra chapter 14, verse number 6, and it reads, These words shall you declare, and these shall you hide. Verse 7, And now I say unto you, verse 8, that you lay up in your mind the signs that I have showed and the dreams that you have seen. In the, interpret, in, the, in the interpretation which you have heard. Verse 9. For you shall be taken away from all, and from henceforth you shall remain with my son, and with such as be like you, times be ended. Verse oh, that's right there. That's, that's big talk. I want to talk on that for a minute. Now, Ezra was told that, listen, Ezra, once you get through doing your part, Ezra, you're going to be taken away. But, you know, Chris Janet got him up, up, and away. But he's going to be taken away. Well, Enoch, Elijah, he will be right there. He will be with them. But that's another lesson. But he was taken up. He definitely was taken up, but not the way Chris Janet said he was. He was taken to where he supposed to be at. But keep reading, because we'll take it at another lesson. But Christianity had him going up, up in the way. No, he was taken up somewhere else because he done the right thing. But go ahead and read some up. 14, verse number 10. Verse 10 reads, For the world hath lost his youth, and the times begin to wax old. Verse 11. For the world is divided into 12 parts, and the 10 parts of it are gone already and half of the tenth part, verse 12. And there remaineth that which is after the half of the tenth part, verse 13. Mm-hmm. And therefore... Well, hold that point right there, hold that point right there, um, young lion. You said ten parts have been gone already, and a half. So, if that's the case, uh, hey, Mother E, if that's the case, what it says in Psalms 95, verse 7 through 9, backed up with a, backed up with Sister Sarah in the book of Hebrews, chapter 3, 7 down to verse 9, 13 down to verse 15. So now, if 10 and a half pieces of 12 have been gone already in Ezra's days, and, and the time of Ezra days has been a long, long, long time ago. So it wasn't but an hour and a half left in Ezra days. So what time do you think we are right now? So now in Psalms 95, Mother E, can you have to go see out in verse 7 down to verse 9? Let's see what 7 down to verse 9 says. Book of Psalms, chapter 95, verse 7 through 9, verse 7. For he is our Yahweh, and we are the people of his pastor, and the sheep of his hand. Today, 
if you will hear his voice. Verse 8, harden not your mind as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. Verse 9, when your fathers tempted me, provoked me, and saw my words. So he's saying today is not what you did yesterday because that don't count for today. It's the day when you hear his voice. Harden not your heart. That's what you say. And his voice, um, Sister Sarah, I put a put a put a mark in now, and we can read where his voice is at. And Luke one verse seven. How do you hear his voice? How do you hear his voice? You know, you know, you got a lot of them say, well, you know, one Wednesday afternoon I was sitting on the couch and the Almighty spoke to me. Now he say, but we won't know through the Bible how you hear his voice today. According to Luke one verse seventy, hey, help me out there, Sister Sarah. How do you hear the Almighty's voice today? Luke one verse seventy, what it say? I'm here. Chapter one. I'm going through it. I'm sorry. All right. Luke one, verse one. I'm sorry. Chapter one, verse seven. And the cardinals and the bishops, who are going to speak to them, is saying the devil. 
But Yahweh spoke by, by his righteous fear since the world began. That's what he did. Now, so now we read what it says um, today. So today if you hear his voice, don't harden your head. Get in where you fit in it. Now, um, Sister Sarah, give me that Hebrews chapter 3, 7 through 9, and Mother E, have me that 13 down to verse 15 waiting on me. Sister Sarah, what it says that we can read in Hebrews with a precept, verse, chapter 3, verse 7 down to verse 9, what it says. All right, Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7 reads, Wherefore, as the righteous spirit faced to the day of ye will hear his voice. Verse 8, harden not your heart, harden not your mind, as in provocation, in the day of temptation, in the, winter, in the wilderness. Verse 9 reads, when your father tempted me, proved me, and saw me, and saw my work 40 years. Mm-hmm. Then you want me to read no. no, that's good enough. So we found out that Paul was invited to the great big temple, and he quoted exactly what Mother quoted in Psalm. And that's the same thing we tell you today. Today, once you hear them, the words that come out of this Bible, hard not to hear. Otherwise, get in where you fit in at. Because if they know an accident, you in this such a time. Matter of fact, uh, young line, Brother McKay, help me out. Let's go to Esther chapter 4, verse 12 out of verse 14. Let's see what that say, uh, young line, Brother McKay. Esther chapter 4, verse uh, 12 through 14. And see, you get that microphone, look, you kind of sound a little bit low, too. See, you get that microphone. And holler for those see if you hear you in grand style and the national audience come out. Going over to the book of Esther. Yes, sir. Going over to the book of Chapter Esther. Chapter 4, 12 through 14. Going over to the book of Esther. Chapter 4. Verse 12 down to verse number 14. The book of Esther. Chapter 4. Verse 12 down to verse number 12 reads. And they told to Mordecai, that's the word. Verse 13. Then Mordecai commanded, after Esther, think not to you, think not with thyself that you have that you shall escape in the king's house more than all God got you. Verse 14. For if you all together hold your peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to Yadah Judah from another place. But you and your father's house shall be destroyed. And who knows whether you are come to the kingdom for such a time as this. You see that? And that's what he's saying right now. 
king. The world is doing their thing. And if Ezra didn't have but an hour and a half left in this time, and you find yourself in this time, and you still doing 12 verse 3 of Ecclesiastes Young Line, but you still doing a 12 verse 1, 2, and 3. Give me 1, 2, and 3. In the book of Ecclesiastes, out of the regular book, and, and you still find yourself doing this 12, 1, 2, and 3 of Ecclesiastes. What do you say that young line? We're going over to the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 2 and verse number 3. Book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 1, 2, and verse number 3. Verse 1 reads, Remember now your creator. In the days of your youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw near, when you shall say, I have no pleasure in them, verse 2, while the sun or the light or the moon or the sea not darken, nor the clouds return after the rain, verse 3, in the day when the keeper of the house shall tremble, and the strong men shall bow themselves, and the grinders cease because they are few, and those that look out of the window be darkened. Yeah. So he says, he said, now, if you're looking out the window and seeing all this action unfolding because um, give me, give me two and three, Verse number 40 there, young lion. Give me the book called Jasper. Give me 23, verse 40, and let's read a little bit. Because here's the point. You think it's an accident that you in this time period. Nope. Remember in Revelation chapter 5, when the son received a book from the father, everything... And whatever somebody's gonna do was written in that book. So in that book it was written that Yahweh the Son read from the Bible. There was a people that was in the Father's book that was not gonna repent. They're gonna take their skills of wickedness all the way in. So if you think you can tame those that have that wicked spirit that is written in that book, they're going to take it all the way in. And the one that's going to re- come repent is written on the one that's going to repent. But he said it is a race of people. In Hebrew, what do you mean, uh, Latter-day Saints? What, what, what verse? In the 12th chapter of Hebrew, it's a people that is not going to repent. And they're going to take it all the way in. And if you don't know that information, and they're going to use misinformation all the way in. And what they is not going to do, they're not going to repair. As a nation, a few of them will repair. But as a ruling nation, they're not going to repair 
in the 16th and the 12th chapter, verse 16 and 17. So you just write it down to the side, but we ain't on that right now. So these things you got to know. That's why Mother Red today, when you hear this message, the voice from the fear, hard not to hear. Get in where you fit in at. Is that what you do? Because you in the time of the big tree. Big tree is this word. And you hearing this word. And you dragging your feet. Watch how this lesson unfolds. And and remember, Elder, say, Hallelujah, whenever your microphone is ready to go, then we'll make a little detour to some end time prophecy on the 666. But, but right now, what you reading that young line? What, what did you read, young line, again? Right, we're going over to the book of Jasher. We're going to read chapter 23. We're going to pick it up at verse number 40. Going over to yes, the book sir, of Jasher. Going over yeah, to the book of Jasher, chapter 23, verse 40, and it reads, And Abraham went with Isaac towards the place that Yahweh had told him. Verse 41. And on the third day, Abraham lifted up his, lift up his eyes and saw the place at a distance which Yahweh had told him of. 42. And a pillar of fire appeared to him that reached from the earth to heaven, and a cloud of glory upon the mountain, and the glory of the Yahweh was seen in the cloud. Verse 43. And Abraham said to Isaac, My son, do you see in the mountain which we perceive as a distance, that which I see upon it? Verse 44, and Isaac, and lo, a pillar of fire in a cloud, and the greatness of the Yahweh is seen upon the cloud. Verse 45, and Abraham knew that his son Isaac was accepted before the YHWH Yahweh for a burnt offering. 46, Abraham said unto Eleazar and unto Ishmael his son, do you also see that which we see upon the mountain, which is at a distance? 47. And they, and they answered and said, We see nothing more than like the other mountains of the earth. And Abraham knew that they were not accepted before the YHWH Yahweh to go with them. And Abraham said to them, Abide you here. Son will go to yonder mountain and worship there before the YHWH Yahweh, and then return to you. 48. And Eleazar Ishmael remained at that place as Abraham had commanded. Yeah. So, like Mother read in the early part of the lesson, it was seven Psalms of Sheba in the 19th chapter. They seen the work that Paul was doing, and by them being from the tribe of bloodline Judah, they said in the 19th chapter, they seen Paul was healing, blessing. And the seven songs of Sheba says, we're going to try some of that. Cast out some devils. 
We're going to say Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Uh, They're going to say Luke 12, verse 12. And them devils said to the seven sons of Stephen. And we know who Paul is. And we know who Yahweh is, the son. But who is you? <laughs> them evil spirits jumped on that seven sons of evil. Young lion. And what happened to them? And when they got through with them, could you read one verse? What happened to them in the 19th chapter? When they know that they were just Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Huh? And what happened that we can read? What happened there? Because I was, a brother was plan, uh, planning your tape of uh, another organization. They said, we're going to open up our lesson by saying Luke chapter 12, verse 12. That's the idea. And they opened him up the Bible saying Luke 12, 12, and started calling him um, the Mafia, the Mafia, and Yahweh. That's well. You see that? So now what happened when they, Luke chapter 12 did not work? Their young line, um, in the 19th chapter, what happened that we can read? When them evil spirits heard him say, Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Read verse 15 and 16 now. Young lion, what happened in verse 15 and 16? All right, what do we want? Uh, Chapter 19, verse 15 and 16. We want to to hear, because the brother paid me a tape about another organization out in Luke 12, verse 12. Well, the righteous spirit will teach you in that very same hour. And let's see what happens when the seven sons of Sheba said that and them old evil angels standing by listening. What happened in verse 15 and 16 of the 19th chapter of Acts? Book of Acts chapter 19, verse 15, verse 16, mm-hmm. verse 15 reads. And the evil spirit answered and said, Yahweh the son, I know, and Paul I know. But who are you? Verse 16. And the man in whom the evil spirit was sleep on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. Yeah. Some evil spirit beat them down so bad by faking. Let's look at it. We know. So who are you? Some evil spirit jumped on, on them and buffed them up real good. Snatched all their clothes, their garments off, and then they ran out wounded and neck. Because what you see us do, you got to have a spirit of Yahweh do what we do. It'll show up soon you open your mouth. So we often, often imitate it, but never duplicate it. No. You know why? Because I know what it says uh, in 7 verse 15 of 1 Samuel that, you know what I know what I can read in First Samuel seven verse fifteen. I know what I can read. What what, what do I read? Going over to the book of First Samuel chapter seven. We're gonna pick it up at verse number fifteen. First Samuel chapter seven verse fifteen. It reads, and Samuel judged Israel 
all the days of his life. And guess what? And guess what? If he judged Israel all the days of his life, in Second Kings chapter nine, verse one, I can read how to how this thing unfolds itself by looking at this Bible. I I can hear the the best I'm saying, Luke chapter twelve, verse twelve. But I know one thing that in the book called Second Kings chapter nine. Verse number one, I know the order of things. And what can we read is the order of things. Let's pick up verse nine, verse one, and read a little bit. What does it say? All right. We're in Second Kings chapter nine. We're going to start reading at verse number one. The book of Second Kings chapter nine, verse number one, and it reads, And Elisha the seer called one of the children of the elder and said unto him, Gird up your loins, and take this box of oil in your hand, and go to Ramoth Galilee. Verse 2. And when you cometh there, look out there, Jehu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshah, and go in, and make him arise up from among his brothers, and carry him to an inner chamber. Verse number 3. Then take the box of oil, the Y-H-W-H, Yahweh. I have anointed you king over Israel. Then open the door and flee and tarry not. Verse that's, 4. That's it. That's it. Good. So we know the order thing. So when you are anointed to do the Y-H-W-H, you must be anointed by the seal. And once the seer anoints the elders, then the elders have that a privilege to anoint those he do, he come in contact with. But it's an order about that. So when you hear brothers out in Luke twelve twelve, and then we trace their track record, and none of the elders have anointed them because the seer knows what. Elders he have anointed. And you know what teachers he have anointed. If we go on by the Bible, you're not anointed until you in that order. And the seer is in place until he dies. Mm-hmm. So if he's still alive, he knows that if you had in Luke 12, 12 and you being anointed is not anointed from the proper order of the Bible, you give, you've been anointed from saving the devil, according to the Bible. That's the protocol right there. Now, and the book of Romans there, young line, I need to get one more in in the 16th chapter, verse 1. I need to get the more in in the 16th chapter, verse 1. Let me show you how this thing works, according to the Bible. So, and when you see something going on and the Bible don't support it, it can work, but it's on a temporary because it's not of Yahweh. Satan is in the blessing business. You can go to Matthew and Luke and Satan in the blessing business. But it's on a temporary. But I tell you one thing, at the end of it, you'll be thrown in the bottom of the lake of fire. 
Now, in the 16th chapter, let's show you another way it works. In the 16th chapter, but it's the same spirit. 16 verse 1, what does it say? Book of Romans, chapter 6, number 1. Verse number 1, read. The book of Romans, chapter 16, verse 1. I command unto you, Phoebe, our sister, which is a servant of the, all the congregation of the children of Israel, which is at Centuria. Verse 2, that you receive her in the YHWH Yahweh as becoming saints, and that you assist her in whatsoever business she have need of you. For she have been a Sakura of many and of myself also. Verse 3. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Yahweh the Son. Verse yeah. four. So when a woman, when a woman step up, she still got to be anointed by anointed leadership. Now, dig old Phoebe, she has to be anointed by anointed leadership to go do what she has to do. Now, she has that word called authorization. I mean, afterward, I get tired of hearing myself. You got to have authorization for everything. Now, she was a woman of the congregation of the children of Israel. But she knew she couldn't make no move until Paul anointed her like he done Timothy and Titus. And he sent he sent her to take care of some Yaqwali business. So she was in a position to be anointed, but she had a track record up on the Paul. So she was up on the Paul. Paul anointed her. Paul anointed Timothy and Titus. In Galatians chapter 1, verse 16, he was raised from the womb to take care of his business. So that's, how, that's the order of his work. But if you got a woman that have been, that say she been, then we want to know, according to the Bible, how you supposed to be anointed according to the Bible. It brought you the leadership of the seers, the elders, the teachers, down, 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 that's where it goes. Now, she was a great woman in the congregation of the children of Israel, but Paul anointed her to take care of that business. Now that's how it works. You you ain't you ain't heard nothing on one one no one Wednesday afternoon and somebody told you to go out there. No, it don't work like that. It don't work like that. George Myers and Benita Biden and it don't work like that. That's how it works according to the Bible. Went to take care of some Yahweh business, but she was anointed to Paul. Every day of sixteen chapter. That's how it works. So we want the best of them to jump out there. But it ain't going to work properly until you understand that once you've been anointed, that means you mean you've been tested and proven to do Yahweh's business. And you ain't going to be using Lord God and Jesus Christ and Jehovah, Shireh, and Nisi. It don't work like that. Not according to the Bible, because the blessing is only in the four letters. Y-H-W-H, and that's 116.13, and Acts 4, verse 12. So, if you ain't blessed in the four letters, 
you can be blessed of the world, but it's not in Yahweh. You got that? Good. So you can have a loop trail of trail all you want. But we know when you're ready to register loop trail of trail, we know you've been anointed the proper leadership of the Bible. The way we just got to showing you that. Good. Now, now, Mother E, now we come on back and get in that Hebrews 3, 13 to 15. Hey, hey Mother E, help those see out in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13, down to verse 15. Okay. The book of Hebrews, chapter 3, verses 13 to 15. Mm-hmm. Verse 13 reads, But exalt one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Verse 14, for we are made partakers of Yahweh's son. If we hold the beginning of our confidence, steadfast unto the end. Verse 15, why it is said today, if you will hear his voice, are not your mind as in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So, why it's called today? Hard not your head. Hard not your head. Let's come back. Come on back to that young line back in that second Israel again. Come back to that second Israel again, and we're gonna read a little bit more. Now we read that the angel from heaven came and talking to Ezra the seer. He was talking to Ezra the seer real good. And that's a great thing. He told him, he said, the timeline you're in right now on a clock scale of 12, 10 and a half ticks is already gone. In your days, Ezra, it's not but an hour and a half left in your day before the return of Yahweh the Son. What time do you think you're in right now? And you still dragging your feet and just saying, Joshua, you still not obeying what's written in this Bible? Let me get a precept on that. Uh, hold that part. Um, so, that's all said out in the 13th chapter of the book of Hebrews. In the 13th chapter, Sister Sarah, you know, sometimes you be on one thing, but Yahweh already know in the grand. Now, really the book, the book is being filled. So whatever person is going to do, he's going to do it. The one that's going to repent, they're going to repent. Those going to catch on fire, they're going to catch on fire. It's already written what they're going to do. Our job is to bring it to the table. And so the 13th chapter there, Sister Sarah, can you help those see out in verse number five? Five down to verse seven. What is that we can read in Hebrews chapter 13, Sister Sarah? Five down to verse seven. So this is what we got to do right now. Now, Paul is invited to the great big temple of the southern king. Now, he on the microphone. Now, 
Let's see what he says that we can read, Sister Sarah, in 13 chapters, 5, 6, and 7, and, and, and put a little more air in that, in that read, a little bit more louder. Come on. Hey, did you say Second Ezra or Hebrews? Uh, Hebrews. The book okay. of Hebrews 13. The book of Hebrews 13. Chapter 13, verse 5. Read. Yeah, 5 down to verse 7. What do 5 down to verse 7 say? All right, let your conversation be without some vegetables. Oh, you first off. Hey, hold on. <laughs> Take your time. We've got plenty of time. We've got to edify the national audience. Okay. Take your time just uh, read, read with a lot of passion and, and, and bring your A game in 13, verse 5. Come on. Verse 5 reads, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Verse 6, so that we may boldly say, the Yahweh is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto him, unto me. Verse 7, remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of Yahweh, whose faith follows, considering the end of their conversation. Mm-hmm. So the one that he said, remember the one that got the rule over you. And that's why we make we, we, we tell you plainly that the one got the rule over you, it must be, Brother uh, Micaiah, it must be a 37 verse 12 that got a rule over you. He said, remember them that got the rule over you. So when we precept that you 37 verse 12, who who got the rule over you, let the seer give you the answer. Remember, because what we do, we are all over the place, and we want to know why we got to do so much drastic moves in a relationship. He said, remember who got the rule over you. The one got the rule over you is the one that speaks the word of Yahweh. And 37 verse 12 says what? And take it on to verse 15. 37, 12, 13, 14, and 15. Brother Micaiah, Israel, come on. Going over to the book of Psalms. Chapter 37, verse 12. The book of Sirach. The book of Sirach, chapter 37. 12 down to verse 15, there, young line. Sirach, 37, 12 down to verse 15, what does it say? Book of Sirach, chapter 37, verse 12 down to verse 15. The book of Sirach, chapter 37, verse 12 reads, But be continually with a Yahweh man, whom you know to keep the law of the Yahweh, whose mind is according to your mind, and will sorrow with you if you shall miscarry. Verse 13. And let the counsel of your own mind stand, for there is no man more faithful unto you than it. Verse 14. For a man's mind is sometimes wont to tell him more than seven watchmen that sit above in a high tower. Verse 15. And above all this, pray to the Most High Yahweh that he will direct your way in truth. 
You hear that? And that's why I tell you, make sure that you have your a Yahweh name. Because if you ain't got a Yahweh name, what can check in when you go on a tip a tip a tip a tip of candy? What what's gonna make him act right? Them words, because that you or not. You should not teach your better half the way the way um the other nations do. That's it or not. But if you're not a Yahweh man, you will be all over the place. Now what happened to that happened to the best of us today. We go out there and get us um somebody according to seven twenty four uh Sister Sarah. Saint John seven twenty four. See what we do, Sister Sarah. We'll go out there and we'll be driving around and then soon as a St. John 724 comes, then we do everything we can to bump in their way. But what the Bible say about that? 24 of St. John. What the Bible say about that, Sister Sarah? And, and Mother E, uh, starts turning to first Samuel 16, had that way to me, Mother. Start finding me some first Samuel 16. Had that waiting on me. Come on, to Sarah. All right, St. John, verse chapter 7, verses 24. We judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Read that again, to Sarah. Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Call your verse off for the national audience to with you. St. John chapter 7, verse 24 reads, Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. You see that? Now what, now what we do, we get in relationship based upon somebody got a higher position. Well, uh, uh, you got 14 shoes on. Coca-Cola, Watford, something. Uh, somebody looking look like uh, Beyonce. That's how we make our calls. But guess what? That's total wrong according to the Bible. You don't make no calling like that. You make it like you just told you you make it. You make a calling on your relationship of righteousness, and that means keeping the law. See that? Now, Mother E, what can we read, Mother E, in the 16 chapters <laughs> about our mighty one? Let's, uh, just to make it sound good, let's pick up verse number six. Now, send the stage for the national audience, just the old fear, family. Yahweh sent him to take care of some business. So now he got the Santa to, to Jesse's house. And because the seer is the one that do the anointing. He takes the lead. So now he over at Jesse's house. And what happened in verse 6 and verse 7? Hey, hey Molly, what can we read in First Samuel chapter 16? Verse 
Give me read that, Mother. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 6 and verse 7. Verse 6. And it come to pass, and they were come, that he looked on Eliab and said, Surely the Yahweh Anonim is before him. Verse 7. But the Yahweh said unto Samuel, Look not on his content. Or on the height of his passion, because I have refused him. For the Yahweh sees not as man sees it, for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Yahweh looketh on the mind. I guess so. Hear that, Marie? The Yahweh don't be looking at your statue. Uh, you got a Washboard stomach and all that old stuff. No, no, no. We watch you from the pages of the book. We know what you own, and we know, according to the Bible, how relationship supposed to be. Uh, we know in a relationship, according to the Bible, in Luke 1, verse 6, we know how to read 1, verse 6. So we watch the best of them and say, well, what's your own? Well, you know, uh, I'm coming to class, but my better half uh, got something else to do. So we already know, Danny, now what you're working with. So we can read what it says in Luke 1, verse 6. Do we know by looking at the Bible what you're working with? Luke 1, verse 6, what it says. Mother The book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 6. And they were both righteous. Before Yahweh, walking in all the commandments and, and order of the Yahweh blameless. Mm-hmm. Do we know exactly when a relationship is of Yahweh? That is right there. You don't tell me about your better habits over here and you in class and this and over here and any of the sticking on the counter. I, so you can talk, I might not say nothing to you. But Yahweh said, I didn't want you to sit on John. He'll give you a lesson on the run. A relationship based upon a Yahweh relationship is both of you on the same page of Yahweh. Both of you right. That's the Bible. So if you ain't seeing that, you can bump your gums all you want, but whatever you're in is um, 2 Corinthians 418 now, Brother Micaiah. See, we know we got you got Second Corinthians four eighteen all over you, and, and what do they say that we can read in Second Corinthians? And that's the reason why we put on Luke twelve twelve. See, we don't know what we gonna say because in that very same hour, the mighty one of he might want to reach somebody at this time, and what you got on your mind, he's an all. The book has been sealed already in Revelation chapter 5. So when the seals drop Luke 12, 12, properly, we can get on up some take 21. But if this is what he wants me to teach y'all right now, then that's a good time to roll. What you reading now, young lion? All right, what you read? The book of Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 18. Verse 18 reads. While we look not 
at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. You see that? So, so, so what? What are you saying, young lion? You saying of uh, Matthew six twenty four and thirty three? That's all you're saying. See, we look at things worldly. Well, if I get my hold, my hand on that. Yahweh don't work like that. The world operates like that. Do you know how Yahweh operates? Let's let's see how Yahweh operates. Matthew 6, 24 and 33. How you operate that young man? Going over to the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 24 and verse 33. The book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 24, 4 and it reads. No man can serve two masters, for mm-hmm. either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Yet, I mean, you cannot serve Yahweh and Mammon. Verse number 33. But seek you first the kingdom of Yahweh and his righteousness, and all those things shall be added unto you. You hear that man say it? The first thing he says for you is seek the kingdom of Yahweh first. Mm-hmm. And all the things will be added. Now give me Haggai chapter 1, 1 through 14 in your line. So he said the first thing you do, you seek the kingdom. And all the things that you're talking about will be added to you because you'll be upon the banner of Yahweh. Now we go up to hang out of here and 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 see what you first supposed to do. Let's find what you first supposed to do in Haggai. And um Sister Sarah, have me the seventeenth chapter of first Kings. Just had that just sitting there waiting on those here. Just find that seventeenth chapter, verse twelve, had that waiting on me, Sister Sarah. First Kings seventeen twelve, but now young lion was sitting on the dock of the bay, and then the angel came to him in Haggai chapter one verse one down to verse fourteen. Let's let's enjoy some of this good powerful reading, and you can get in that microphone a little bit more because I need to hear you a little bit more uh, loud, plainer. What it say we can read there? Haggai one one through fourteen. Uh, young lion, come on. Going over to the book of Haggai, chapter 1, verse 1 down to verse number 17. I mean, 14. 14. Make it 1 to 14. 1 down to verse 14 there, young lion. 1 down to verse 14. Come on. All right. We're going over to the, we're going to the book of Haggai, chapter 1, verse 1 down to verse 14. Verse 1, and it reads. In the second year of Darius the king, in the sixth month, in the first day of the month came the word of the YHWH Yahweh by Haggai the seer unto Zerubbabel, the son of Sheatiel, governor of Yadah Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Josedek, the high priest, saying, verse 2, 
Thus speaketh the YHWH Yahweh of hope, saying, This people say, The time is not come, the time that the Yahweh's temple should be built. Verse 3. Then uh, came the word. In this point, it's talking about his school. So in this point, it's saying about his school. He's talking about his banquet hall. He's talking about the land that grow food at. He's talking about the radio station. That's what he's talking about now. So in this time, it's talking about his school. So we can teach these misguided 12 tribes of Israel that scattered everywhere. And a man is no count. Why? Because the word of Yahweh is not in their mind. So when you read, in this time, we talk about his school, about his banquet hall. We talk about the land that grow food. We talk about the, our own radio station. That's why the land is um, bacon, north, south, east, west of the temple of Yahweh. But such a time as this. Come on. Verse number three, the book of Haggai, chapter one, verse three, verse three reads, Then came the word of the wise W.H. Yahweh by Haggai the seer, saying, verse four, Is it time for you, O you, to dwell in your sealed temples or sealed houses, in this house lie wait? Verse five. Now, therefore, thus says the Yahweh of hope, consider your way. Verse 6. You have sown much and bring in little. You eat, but you have not enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You clothe you, but there is none warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put it into a bag with holes. Verse 7. Thus says the wise W.H. of hosts. Consider your way. Verse 8. Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the temple, and I will take pleasure in it, and I will be glorified, says the wise W.H. Yahweh. Verse 9. You look for much, and lo, it came too little. And when you bought it home, I did blow upon it. Why? That's the wise Jewish Yahweh host, because of my house, because of my temple, that is waste, and you run every man unto his own house. Verse ten. Therefore, the heaven over you is saved from dew, and the earth is saved from her fruit. Verse eleven. And I called for a drought upon the land, and upon the mountain, and upon the corn, and upon the new wine and upon the oil, and upon that which the ground bringeth forth, and upon men, and upon cattle, and upon the labor of the hand. Verse 12. Then Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and Joshua, the son of Jehoshaphat, the high priest, with all the remnant of the people, obeyed the voice of the wise Zerubbabel, their Yahweh. And the words of Haggai the seer, as the Yahweh, their Yahweh had sent him. And the people did fear before the wise W.H. Yahweh. Verse 13. 
then faked Haggai, the YHWH's Yahweh messenger, and the Yahweh's message unto the people, saying, I am with you, saith the Yahweh. Verse 14. And Yahweh stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, and the son of Shaltiel, governor of Yadah Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, son of Jehoshaphat, the high priest, and the spirit of all the remnant of the people. And they came and did work in the temple of the YHWH Yahweh of hosts. There, Yahweh. Read, read verse 13 again now. Young live with a little more audio. Verse 13. Verse 13. Then spake Haggai, the seer, the Yahweh's messenger, and the Yahweh's message unto the people, saying, I am with you, says the Yahweh. Now, yeah, so the messengers of Yahweh is the seer, not the Pope, not the cardinal, not the bishop, huh? not the Christians. The messenger of Yahweh is the seer. And a seer only can be replaced when he die out. So read 13 one more time for you to be clear that it's nothing in the Bible about no Pope and no confession booth and no and no Jehovah Jireh Nisi is saying one thing the order about the Bible how Yahweh operates he operates through his fear and his fear get to the elders and the elders get it to the teachers and the teachers get it to the fathers and the fathers get it to the mothers and the mothers get to the children. So here go the order of things in verse 13. And you show this verse to your, to your folk. I bet they'll tell you, find you another place to worship. If you show them this verse right here. Verse 13 again, come on. The book of Haggai, the seer. Chapter 1, verse number 13. Verse 13 reads, Then spake Haggai, the seer. The Yahweh's messenger and the Yahweh's message unto the people, saying, I am with you, says the Yahweh. You see that? So Yahweh speaks through the seer, not the folk, not your cardinal, not your bishop, not your preacher. Huh? That's how he operates. Who's Yahweh's message? You, you go to your church and you show Haggai 113, I bet they start telling you, you find you another place to come. See that? Because some demons will wake up and say, look here, get rid of that one for you, mess up everybody up in here. And then the gig is up on up. <laughs> you see, you say, just get rid of that one. I don't care how great a tired tail they are, get rid of them. If that person right there, they're going to mess up, us up as a whole. Because don't think, don't, hey, 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 Marie, don't think, don't be in your worship place. Go to Luke chapter 4, Mother, show you soundly that Satan did 
definitely be in your uh, church. And he's very comfortable in there unless uh, anointed one of the six anointed camps come in there, and that's when they get uncomfortable. But, but they would not get uncomfortable until somebody anointed from Yahweh come in. Let's get a case in point, Mother. Hey, Mother E, you go on to the loop, and we'll get a case in point that they visit the Sunday church because the blessed day is the seventh day of the week. And that is the end of it. But they be right there out into the first day of the week. And we feel to read that in Luke chapter 4. Let's see. Do Satan be ready right there, skinning and grinning? And Luke chapter 4, mother. They're going to see do Satan be in there, skinning and grinning. Secret verse number 30. Luke 4. Verse 39 to verse 33. And um, look um, Sarah. Hey, I'll be 33 down to verse 36. Wait, no. Listen to this. Mother. Nope. Luke. Chapter 4. 39 to verse 33. Sister Sarah, be ready to go in 34 down to verse 36. Come on. The book of Luke. Chapter 4. Verse 30. Just 33, verse 30. But he passed through the midst of them, went his way, verse 31, and came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath day, verse 32. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his words was, with power, 33. And in the synagogue, there was a man which had a spirit, okay, 33. And in the temple, there was a man which had a spirit of unclean devils and cried out with a loud voice. Okay. Now, a, a, a the sign of a, of a person that got a unclean spirit in them, they'll do what again, mother? you hear them with a great big old mouth. They'll cry out when anointed shows up. When anyone anointed from Yahweh, the sign of a person that got an unclean spirit on them, they'll cry out. They'll, and they'll cry out. You hear their mouth get real big. They may not weigh them more than 100 pounds, but you can hear that great big old mouth from corner to corner. That's how that spirit get into you and say, open your mouth up, because somebody anointed has just stepped out of the temple, and they'll cry out. They'll cry out what? Hey, hey, Sister Sarah, what would they cry out in 34 down to verse 36? Come on, bring it on. Bring it on in now. Come on. Luke chapter 4, verse 34 reads, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee? Thou, Yahweh, the son of Nazareth, art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the righteous one of Yahweh. 
verse 35 reads, and Yahweh rebuked him. Yahweh the son rebuked him, saying, hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him and hurt him not. Verse 36 reads, and they were all amazed among themselves, saying, what a word is this? For with authority and power he commanded the unclean spirits, and they came out. Yeah. That'll fit fear to get in you. Now, they don't walk beside you. When you see you out of pocket, they get in you. And how you know when a person got an unclean spirit, that's what I'm fixing on the camera to know. It's how you tell if you got a member around you that got an unclean spirit on them. They get they, they, they mouth will start getting loud. You remember you watched that old, that old piece of movie back in the day called Ecstasy? And when that old uh, Christian uh, pastor tried to get that devil out, that young girl, that devil whooped him and whooped her some more. <laughs> that devil whooped that devil that devil whooped that whooped that old Catholic whooped him good too and and and, and whooped her some more. It don't work like that. You see what's going on here? So but how you know? When you see a person might not weigh, he might be weighing 90 pounds. But that devil in him tell him, no, you, you weigh 600. Run your big mouth in and be ready to fight. Be ready to fight. And that's what that devil put in you. And it, and it always show up around the time when you both be doing, um, hey, 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 Mother E, what did, what did read in Acts 26, verse 3? What you gonna be doing, and that's when that devil will show up and show out. But if you understand these things, 26 verse 3, what is that we can read in Isaiah 26 verse 3? Isaiah. Well, make it Isaiah 26 verse 3. Look at Isaiah. Chapter 26, verse 3. Isaiah 26, verse 3. Read. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. See, so Yahweh will keep you in perfect peace as if you get your mind on him. But if your mind all over the place, and, and and you uh then you gonna you gonna find out. You gonna know who labor among you. Because one thing about it, when Satan himself along with his angels, their job is to and how they operate, they'll get loud and then they wanna fight. That's how they operate. They get loud, they wanna fight. They want to fight. They want to get loud, and they want to fight. And and, and they'll get loud on the days Yahweh said, "Keep your day, keep your mind on Him, and He'll mm-hmm. keep you in perfect peace." Mm-hmm. And them devil said, "No, this is the day we won't. We won't try to mess up something. So keep that in your mind. You stick them on the camp. How you recognize when a spirit on somebody? Mm-hmm. Now come on back. Uh, is there not a whole anything from it besides it? 
going back to that stack of Ezra there, young lion, unless somebody holding something from me. Is anybody holding anything for those fears? No. No. Come on back to that young lion back in that second Ezra again. Let's get a little bit more. Let's find out a little bit more in second Ezra what's going on in second Ezra. Okay, we're going back to you on second Ezra chapter 14 and picking it back at verse number 10. Yeah. All right, okay. we're going back to the second Ezra chapter 14. We're going to pick it back up at verse number 10. Book of second Ezra. Chapter 14, verse number 10, and it reads, For the world hath, for the world hath lost his youth, and the times begin to wax old. Verse 11, For the world is divided into 12 parts, and the tenth part of it are gone already, and half of a tenth part. Verse 12, And there remain that which is after the half of the tenth part. Verse 13. Now therefore set your house in order, family in order, and reprove your comfort such of them as be in trouble, and now renounce corruption. Verse 14. Let go from the mortal thought. Cast away the burdens of man. Put off now the weak nature. Verse 15. And set aside the thoughts that are most heavy unto you. And haste you to flee from these times. Verse 6. For yet greater evils than those which has, which you have seen happen should be done hereafter. Verse 17. For look how much the world should be weaker through age. So much the more shall evils increase upon them that dwell therein. Verse 18. For the truth is fled far away, and leaping is hard at hand. For now has the visions to come, which you have seen. Behold, Yahweh, I will go, as you have commanded me, and reprove the people which are present. But they that shall be born afterward, who shall admonish them? Thus the world is set in darkness, and they that dwell therein are without light. Verse 21. For your law is burnt, therefore no man know the things that are done of you, or the works that shall begin. Verse 22. But if I have found grace before you, spirit unto me, into me, and I shall write all that have been done in the world since the beginning, which were written in the law, that men may find your path, and that they which will live in the latter days may live. Verse 23. And he answered me, saying, Go your way. Gather the people together and say unto them that that they speak you not for forty days are ready to write swiftly. Twenty five. And come here and I shall light a candle of understanding in your mind, which shall not be put out till the things be performed which you shall begin to write. 
Verse 26. And when you have done, some things shall you publish, and some things shall you show secretly to the wise. Tomorrow, this hour, shall you begin to write. Verse 27. Then went I forth as he commanded, and gathered all the people together and said, Verse 28. Hear these words, O Israel. 29. Our fathers at the beginning were strangers in Egypt. From here, they were delivered. From from whence they were delivered. And received the law of life, which they keep not, which they kept not, which you also have transgressed after them. Verse 31. Then was the land, even the land of Yadah Judah, parted among you by lot, but your fathers and your and you yourselves done and you yourselves have done unrighteousness and have not kept the ways which the highest Yahweh commanded you. Thirty two. And for as much as he is a righteous judge, he took from you in time the thing that he had given you. Verse thirty three. And now are you here and your brethren among you? Thirty four. Therefore, if so be that you will subdue your own understanding and reform your mind, you should be kept alive, and after death you shall obtain mercy. Verse thirty five. Death shall the judgment come when we shall live again. And then shall the names of the righteous be manifest, and the works of the unyahwali shall be declared. Verse 36. Let no man, therefore, come unto me now, nor seek after me these forty days. 37. So I took the five men, as he commanded me, and we. <laughs> So I took the five men as he commanded me, and we went into the field and remained there. 38. And the next day, behold, a voice called me, saying, Answer the seer, open your mouth and drink, and I give thee to drink, and I gave you to drink. 39. Then opened I my mouth, and behold, he reached me a full cup which was full as it were with water, but the color of it was like fire. <laughs> Verse 4. And I took it and drank, and when I had drunk of it, my mind uttered understanding, and wisdom grew in my breath, in my mind, for my spirit strengthened my memory. 41. And my mouth was open and no more. 42. The highest Yahweh gave understanding unto the five men, and they wrote the wonderful visions of the night that were told, which they knew not. And they sat 40 days and 40, 40 days, and they wrote in the day. And at night they ate bread. 43. As for me, I spake in the day. And I held not my tongue by night. 44. In 40 days they wrote 204 books. 
45. Right there, right there, right there. So they wrote 204 books. But um, a mother, a mother E, looked down at um, what, it, what it took to deal with the seer because Yahweh put the spirit on the seer to do something to write 204 books. And the same thing, but to work with that seer, Mother E, what do verse 42 say? The same book. Yeah, 1442. And Sister Sarah, have me verse 37. And me verse number 23 and 24. Wait a minute, Sister Sarah. Now, look look what's going on. Remember, uh, young lion, what do it say in Malachi 3, verse 6? All right, we're going over to the book of Malachi. Chapter 3, we're going to pick it up at verse number 6. The book of Malachi, chapter 3, verse number 6. The book of Malachi, chapter 3, verse number 6. Verse 6 reads, For I am the Yahweh, I change not. Therefore you sons of Israel are not consumed. Hebrews 13, verse 8. Going to the back of the book. We're going to the book of Hebrews. This is the book of the Israelites. Chapter 13, verse number 8. Going to the book of Hebrews. The book of the Israelites. Chapter 13. Pick it up at verse number 8. Verse 8 reads, Yahweh the Son, the same yesterday, and today and forever. Now, what is he saying? If you want to know what Yahweh is doing today, you look back at yesterday. <laughs> Every seer is a is the word of Yahweh. For the next move to be made, it got to be what, mother? Verse forty-two. What got to happen in verse forty-two, mother? The book, Ed, the book of Ezra, chapter 14, verse 42. Verse 42 reads, The heights give understanding unto the five men, and they wrote the wonderful vision of the, the vision of the night that were told, which they knew not, and they said, Forty days and they wrote in the day and at night they ate bread. You say, Mother, it took five men. In this case, it could be five women, five men, those that have the knowledge to just write what the seer says and put it in a book form, put labels on it. But you have to be able to write down what the seer says because it took five people 
to write. And the seal of talking, it took three to sleep, two to be working with him, and that, then three woke back up and they got on it. Yahweh put that spirit on the seal to start, and he put 204 books together. Don't you know the message that, that we brings out to be on label? It needs to be put out there. But you have to be intended enough to listen to what the message is said from the spirit of Luke 12, verse 12. Then you will say in that lesson of Luke 12, 12, what I heard more out of that lesson, it was talking about this. So and if you got someone that can agree with you with the same skill, they say, yeah. That lesson was about that. Let's put that label on that right there because that was talking about whatever we've been talking about today. So whatever we've been talking about today, remember, Luke 12, 12 will dictate your lesson. You just can't come on the broadcast and just say, well, I'm going to teach on this because Yahweh said, I said, no, I don't want you to teach on that. I want you to teach on this. So now by having someone with a like mind to understand that, they can be listening to what the seer is saying and taking notes and whatever that lesson was about, put a label to. Then you stack it and rack it and get it out there the way they like it. That spirit led from Yahweh. It's no specific lesson. I thought we're doing a series called Revealing the Number of the Beast, 666, Son of Addition, Part 21. So what happened, Yahweh didn't want us to go that way. Okay, fine. Not that we ain't going to get back on that Part 21, but Yahweh said, I want you to put this on the table. You understand the next move will be made. When five able to listen to the seer six nights a week, and with somebody there to catch you of the lesson, say, yeah, you know, in that lesson, you know what we learned out of that lesson? That lesson was talking about what today, if you hear his voice, hard not your head. So that lesson will be today, if you hear his voice, hard not your head. See? So Yahweh put the spirit on these five men to just listen and write. And that will be telling those around the world today. To be about Yahweh's business, take notes, listen, and maybe Yahweh put that spirit on you to say, you know what this lesson was about? This lesson was about... um. Today, if you hear his voice, hard not your head. Or whatever was in this lesson you heard that had a majority spin to it, that's what the labor folks be about. You got it? Good. Now, watch this. Now, sister, um, read verse 37, what it say? 1437 of Second Ezra. 
All right. Um, second as 14, chapter 14, verse 37 reads. So I took the five men as he commanded me, and we went into the field and remained there. You see that? So Yahweh gave the horse. You look out there and find five that know how to write. Not write. You got some now know how to shorthand, speed, write, and everything. They do all kinds of things. They can remember that computer was made for us, whether we know it or not. Yahweh set it up that it was made for us. But you don't know it, but we know it. Now you can hear the steer all over the world. And over 900,000 hit a steer six nights a week. Somewhere, the eyes don't step up. Give me, uh, give me a verse there, young lad. Give me, uh, give me a verse. And Timothy. Uh, let me, let me, uh, show something. In Timothy, chapter 5. First Timothy, chapter 5. There's something I want there, young lad. Let me get a book first. Let me see if I get a book. And, and the book of Timothy there, young lion, it's a verse in Timothy, but we be clear about something. And sometimes you might think Yahweh saying one thing, but you got to understand the creation of Yahweh is totally different. And Timothy, can you help me out in which one we want? Find one, can't find a book. It has to tell you. We keep from Luke 12, 12, and got books everywhere, but I can't find I got one. And Timothy 5, can you have to go see out in Timothy chapter 5 there, young line? What do it say in Timothy 5, verse 1? And 2. The book of First Timothy. And the younger men as brothers. Verse 2, the elder women as mothers, the younger as sisters, with all purity. So sometimes when we say men, it can be woman. Remember read in the 16th chapter, he said Phoebe, to take care of his business, Phoebe was a woman. Same thing when you read in First Timothy chapter 5, verse 2, the elder women. So the elder women, if they step up to the plate and do Yahweh's business, that's the way it is. Yahweh know what he's doing. So when you see the word elder, you always say, well, it's talking about a man. No, you be talking about a woman. But we know five elderly men, women is going to get in contact with the six anointed camp. And somebody going to say, listen, I heard that lesson. And, you know, but what that lesson was about was about this. I'm going to put a label on that and start doing what is prophesied in the 24th chapter, young line. You know, you know something that's prophesied in the 24th chapter of Matthew, verse 13 and 14? Read verse 12, young lion, just make it sound good. 
Look what it says in Matthew 24, verse 12, 13, and 14. So how is this supposed to happen? And Matthew 24, 12, 13, 14. You tell me how this is supposed to happen. Come on. We're going over to the book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 12, down to verse 14. The book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 12, reads, And because sin shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Verse 13, But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Verse 14, And this covenant of the kingdom shall be taught in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. How is that going to be fulfilled? This covenant must be taught throughout the whole world, and then the end going to be. What covenant? The covenant you hear now. How do you get it out through all the world? The same way you're handing them. Those that got the skill to write and intended to um, put another rabbit out of there. Let me show you what you got to be. See, that's how spirit operates. We're going to EZRA. Now we're going to Nehemiah 9, young lion. Going to Nehemiah. I forgot about you also, dog. Sarah will come back in a minute. But we're going to Nehemiah chapter 9. And we're going to find out something, and we'll pick it with verse number one, just get started. Nehemiah, chapter 9, verse 1, what does it say? We're going over to the book of Nehemiah. We're going to chapter 9. We're going to pick it up at verse well, number on. 1. Well, well, hold on. Make, no, I'm making chapter 8 there, young line. Pick up at 8, verse 1. What does it say? All right. We're going over to the book of Nehemiah. Chapter 8, picking up at verse number 1. The book of Nehemiah, chapter 8, one, verse, two, one, and three. verse 1. 1, 2, and 3. Listen good at 1, 2, and 3. Verse 1 reads, And all the people gathered themselves together as one man into the street that was before the water gate. And they spake unto Ezra the seer to bring the book of the law of Moses. So why is Jehovah's Yahweh had commanded to Israel? Verse 2. And Ezra the seer brought the law before the congregation, both of men and women, and all that could hear with understanding upon the first day of the seventh month. Verse 3. And he read therein before the street that was before the water gate from the morning until midday. Before the men, before the before the men and the women, those that could understand, and the ears of all the people were attentive unto the book of the law. Hey, that you hear what the man said? Men and women were listening. They were taking notes. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's how it's going to happen. You have some men. And some women that got skills. And they're going to step to the plate and start putting this jacket, racket, and get out the way the way Yahweh likes it. 
you hear what this lesson is about today. He put that spirit on you and said, you know, that lesson today was about this. I'm going to put a label on that and put a stamp on that. How could the spirit give you a title when he don't know what he's going to say? He can't put a title on no lesson. How you going to put a title on a lesson by putting Luke 12, 12 on Jacob? The same way Ezra, Yahweh said, you go out there and find me five hills. And they're going to listen to you talk morning and night. You will have them out gone. And they're going to be right down what you say. And they're going to be able to, and they wrote, and that man talked, and they were able to put together from Genesis, from time of Adam, up to the present. They wrote 204 books. It came out of one man's mouth. Now, you know, that man must have been talking some talk. 204 books? All we got today is 80 books. What the rest of the books at? Huh? But the game changer is all you need to know what you're hearing today. The answers have been given to the seer to pass it on. We can tell you where you're at, what you need to be doing, and we put that spirit on you step up, then step up. Step up. If you know you're a writer, if you know you can, you listen, verse number eight. What's that verse eight? The book of Nehemiah, chapter eight, verse number eight. Verse eight reads. So they read in the book, in the law of Yahweh, distinctly, and gave the sense, and caused them to understand the reading. Hey, you said that. See, Yahweh going to step up and put that same one thing. This is how it works. Remember we read in Malachi 3, verse 6, Yahweh the same. Today, yesterday, forever. If you want to know what Yahweh is doing today, look back at yesterday. The 204 books was read was put together by Ezra the seer. But he had to have five elders with him. Huh? And, and you know what the, you know what the, you know what the elders said? You know what they say? You know what the elders said in first Samuel 16, 4 and 5. What did the elders what did the elders say? See, see, you don't play the seer no never mind today. But that don't mean you didn't pay him no never mind in time. And y'all mind, what if we can read in uh, 1 Samuel 16, verse 4 and 5? We're going over to the book of 1 Samuel, let's see Chapter 16, we're going to read verse number 4 and verse number 5. Going over to the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 16, verse 4 and 5. Verse 4 reads, And Samuel the seer did that which the Yahweh spake, and came to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming, and so the wise W.H. Yahweh, sanctify yourself, and come with me to the sacrifice. And he, and he sanctified Jesse and his son, and called them to the sacrifice. You see that? See, when the elders back in them days saw the seer, they trembled. Because they didn't know what Yahweh had told him to tell them. So they say, hey, Samuel said, you come peacefully? He said, yeah, I'll come peacefully. He said, what are y'all doing? Push this side and let's do some Yahweh. 
So they immediately stopped what they were doing to do some Yahweh. Because the blessings, when you know how to follow anointing leadership, get that puffed up spirit out of you, regardless of whatever gift you got, step to the plate and let's do some Yahweh's business. Remember, land, school, and banquet hall, and radio station, the land before. You see, it's telling you exactly how you do it. The first thing we got to do, we got to find five elders to know how to write down what the seer is saying. <laughs> and the elders can be men or women. The me said, Phoebe, take care of some business. And we find out in First Timothy chapter 5, verse 2, elder women. So those who got the skill, listen to the lesson, and look, and come back to 8, verse 10, and, and let's see what happens when, when we know you're listening. Back to Nehemiah 8, verse 10. Let, let me, let's see what it got written in 8, verse 10 of Nehemiah. What, what is it written there, young lad? Going back to the book of Nehemiah. Going to chapter 8. We will pick it up at verse number 10. Going back to the book of Nehemiah. Going to chapter 8, verse number 10. Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them, for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is righteous unto our Yahweh. Neither be you starved, for the joy of the Yahweh is your strength. The joy of Yahweh is your strength. So you see what your strength is? The joy of Yahweh. See, when you got the spirit of Yahweh, you be you get a, your voice even change. Your voice has to do up, do up, do up. You have to do up. <laughs> when you got your Yahweh right, that's the sign you will be. You won't be over there always being a backbiter, murmur, complainer. You be getting in where you've been in it, and he'll make it plain yeah, to us. Hey, Marie. He made it plain to us in uh, 26, verse 40, uh, Matthew, hey, Mother, hey, Mother, what did he say that we can read in 26, verse 40, uh, Matthew? Mother, what did say we can read in 26, verse 40, Matthew, Mother, Matthew, chapter 26, verse 40. Matthew chapter 26, <laughs> verse 40, verse 40 reads, And he come unto his disciples, and find them asleep, and said unto Peter, Why, what, what could you not watch with me one hour? You see that? So you got to put the time in. You you got to put the time in to take care of Yahweh's business. And Yahweh's requirements put an hour in in the 24 hours of just you and Yahweh. In that one hour, Yahweh's going to strengthen you. If you give him an hour out of your 24-hour business schedule, one hour, you'd be surprised what Yahweh is going to do for you if you do right. But, but this ministry to get to the next level, 
you don't take, well, take this ill, you got the, the formula. Five that know how to speed right and, and can uh, tend to, distinctly that can listen, got the ear to listen to what the seer have said and come up with a conclusion that that lesson was about right here. Huh? So what I'm going to do here, I'm going to go out there and get me uh, uh, 12, 6, uh, 20 disc CD players. I'm going to get some labels. And I'm going to listen to what he was saying. I'm going to put the label on it. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm going to say, hey, here, you take this tape right here. You need to listen to this pastor. What that tape says? It says, today, if you hear my voice, hear his voice hiding out your head. Huh? That was it. Let me, let me hear that. You'd be surprised what Yahweh do for you. When, and when you might need him, because he put the memo, the skills to put on you, it's not your doing. Let's get a precept on that in that chapter, young line. We're coming back to you, sister, uh, in a second. Let's get a precept on that by going to, let me show you something. See, a lot of times people think that they all let in the bag of chips. No. You know what I'm saying, something. And Deuteronomy chapter 9. It's something you got to understand something. Well, you know, I went to this college and I did this. I'm a college graduate. I did this. Okay, good. But what do we, well, what do we say that we can read? We go on to the book of Exodus. Uh, oh, yeah, well, Deuteronomy. Thank you, young man. And the book of Deuteronomy. Let me let me let me show you something in the book of Deuteronomy. <laughs> and we're gonna pick it up at eight. Verse number let's pick it up at verse number eleven. Let's get warmed up in Deuteronomy eight verse eleven that young line. Hey young line, what do eight eleven say that we can read? All right, we're going over to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8. We want to read verse number 11. Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse number 11. Verse number 11, read. Beware that you forget not the wise of Yahweh, your Yahweh, and not keeping his law and his judgment and his statutes, which I command you this day. Verse 12. Verse 14. Verse 14. Verse 14. Then your mind be lifted up, and you forget the wise Jehovah, your Yahweh, which brought you forth out of the land of Egypt from the house he said, of Christ. He said, when you forget the laws of Yahweh, your mind will be lifted up, and you'll be, you'll be a forgot where you came from. You, mm-hmm. for, you, you, you'll be a forgot that you came out of slavery. You forgot that the, the people that look just like you beat your back so bad. By the time Esau and five sons got the hold to you, you want a good last stick to put on your back that the people of color didn't put on you already. So every color, because your color, don't make you all right. Huh? Because your first captivity and your first getting your back beat real good, war by the Cushites. 
They're called Nubians today. They beat your back, and their cousin was the Egyptians called Mizraim. They beat your back. They beat your back so bad that there was hard rig on you. By the time the white man and the white woman got to beating your back, they couldn't get a good, clear lick on your back that it wasn't already scarred up. So don't go on that color stuff. Go on to the election of Yahweh. Now, don't look at a person because their skin look like yours. So you all come from the mud. You better look at righteous judgment because your first captivity and your first getting your back beat, they look just like you. But they were different from you because they didn't have no Yahweh with Get down to verse 17, 18, what it say? Going back to the book of Deuteronomy. Going back to the book of Deuteronomy. Chapter 8, verse 17, and verse number 18. Verse 17 reads, And you say in your mind, My power and the might of my hand have gotten me this well. Verse 18. But you should remember the YHWH, your YHWH, Yahweh, for it is he that giveth you power to get well, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto your fathers as it is this day. You see that? You know, a lot of people get puffed up. Well, you know, I went to college. I did all this. I got this long five, six-figure job. Me, me, me. No, no, no. It was Yahweh. Give that to you till you hear his message. And he's telling you, yes, but the first thing you're supposed to do is establish his covenant. Okay? Then all the things that you want to be added to, the first thing you do is to make sure Yahweh's covenant is intact. Then after that, we'll get a case before I give you look at the Roman Catholic Church out of New York. Can you give me a case in point? We'll give you a case in point. Uh, young lion, hold that point. Let's run to 1 Kings 17, verse 10. We'll give a case in point then. We go to 1 Kings 17, 10. You want a case in point? Young lion, give me 1 Kings 17, verse 10. Let's watch the hand of Yahweh show how this thing works. And if you apply what Yahweh got written, then you say, oh, First Kings 17, 10, what it say, y'all lines read a little bit. Come on. All right, we're going to the book of First Kings. We're going to read chapter 17. We're going to pick it up at verse number 10. The book of First Kings, chapter 17. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Set me, I pray you, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. Hold that point. Hold that point. What, what, what had him to get there? Who sent him there? In verse 8. Matter of fact, pick up verse 8 and 9 for the national audience. He's here exactly how this game works. Verse 8 and 9. All right. Going back to the book of 8 and 9, verse 8 reads, And the word of the wise W.H. Yahweh came unto him, saying, verse 9, Arise, 
get thee to Zarephath, which belonged to Zidon, Yadaju, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain you. You see that? That's God, God, God. The Holy Ghost, the mental spirit, the righteous spirit told the seer. Look, you going over there, it's a woman, it's a widow woman. I'm going to have her to sustain you. You, you mm-hmm. go over where she is. And he got up and went on about his business. Because at the time it was a famine in the land. So Yahweh sent the seer that direction. And, and he sent her gathering sticks together for her and her son because she was on a fixed income. That was she was on a fixed income. Now those seer seeds are gathering sticks and water and getting everything prepared for her and her son. Let's see the seer say behind that. In verse number 11. All right. The book of King, verse number 11. Verse number 11 reads, And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray you, a morsel of bread in your hand. Verse 12. And she said, As the wise W.H. Yahweh, your Yahweh lives, I have not a cake but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise, in a court, on a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and that we may eat it and die. Verse 13. Hold that part right there. Hold that part. Now, he heard about the gums real good. Mm-hmm. He had one of the look bit of that what you got there uh, cool that water and little that cake. She said, I ain't got no cake for you. I ain't got no cake for you. I got just enough for my son and me. We will eat and we going to die. He heard it. He heard about the gun. What they'll see up there next in 13. The book of First Kings, chapter 17, verse 13. Verse 13 reads, And Elijah, the seer, said unto her, Fear not, go. And do as you have said, but make me, therefore, a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after, make for you and for your son. Hold that part. First. Yeah. yeah, I heard what you said. But bring me mine first. That's how it worked then, and that's how it works now. Mr. Bill will always be present. Mr. Mm-hmm. Bill, as long as you're in captivity, Mr. Bill going to be in your mailbox or mm-hmm. at your door. Knock, knock. Who is that? You know who I am. I'm Bill. I show up every month. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, I make you pay for your water. Mm-hmm. I thought we took your land from the 10 Northern tribes. I'm charging you for water and everything else. That's Mr. Bill. He always going to be around until y'all go out taking down. But Yahweh said, yeah, but the first thing you do is pull mine off the top first. First. Mm-hmm. That's how you operate in Yahweh. If you believe in Yahweh, you take care of Yahweh's business first. 
this is an example today to understand if you want the blessing of Yahweh, you follow what's written in the scripture. Mr. Bill gonna always be present. Long as you you long as he running, long as he re ruling, but he going down once you wake up. And understand one thing. It takes five devoted writers to keep up the seal. You can't keep up the seal no other way. Five devoted writers to know how to write and be what that word was, intensely listening with skills of writing, and whatever said the majority of y'all probably just spread on you, that's what the label of the lesson's going to be. Then you get the bottle, put a label on it, get it out of there, and get you some James 520, the Matthew 2521. When you step out in Yahweh's business, Yahweh step in your business. You might need him one day. You might need him when he sends something on you that you need him to take off of you. But he'll have you. Did you hear Priscilla say it? What part of the message that you didn't, didn't hear Priscilla say? The part about putting out his heels first? What part did you went blank on? Okay? Uh, yeah, Read another verse, 14. All right. The book of first wife of Israel. The barrel of meal shall not wait. Neither shall the cross of oil fail. Until the day that the wise W.H. Yahweh sent his rain upon the earth. The cruise, not the cruise. You say is it a cruise you got all that all that good meal in? Ain't nothing gonna fail when you do right. Go ahead and read. Verse fifteen. And she went and did as according to the saying of Elijah the Seer. And she and he in her house did eat many days. Verse 16 and 24. Verse 16 and 24, what does it say? 16. And the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of the oil fail, according to the word of the wise W.H. Yahweh, which he spake. By Elijah the Seer. Verse 24. And the woman said to Elijah the Seer, Now by this I know that you are a man of Yahweh, and that the word of the wise there is Yahweh in your mouth is true. That ain't that. You hear the man say? That's how it works. But you don't pray to see no number mind. This is how it works. But you ain't going to work nowhere until five writers start listening to the lesson. What that long word was, distinctly, can write. Hallelujah. Get out there and get you a 20 CD burner or whatever. And get some labels and say, you know what this lesson was about? This lesson was about this. Put labels on that lesson right there. Because this man is teaching from Luke 12, 12. The righteous spirit will give you in that very same hour what he wants you to say. You don't say what I'm prepared to take care of this man's business. But it's going to take five writers to step up to the plate. You got it? Good. Hey, come on back um, and give me my verse I want over there in that 14th chapter. 
Give me uh, 23 and 24 now. Back to that second answer, you've been holding it. Give me 24 and 25, what it say? I mean, 23 and 24. What it say, Sister Sarah? Now I need my verse. Second address, um, chapter 14, verse 14, verse 33 and 34. Okay. Verses, I'm sorry, chapter 14, verse 33, read. And now. 
Hey, Mother Z, driver, y'all Dodge Judy. Y'all probably beat that scene right. Hey, Mother Z, driver, y'all Dodge Judy. Y'all probably beat that scene right. Yeah, God bless and keep you see Israel, Royal see. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Well, Mother, you have heard a whole lot of things out out of this lesson. But where the Almighty will put on you to tell a national audience you take your time and do your part, Mother Z, come on. Yeah, I'm just going to read in Psalms, um, chapter 1, verse 1, Psalms, chapter 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the comfort of the unyawalling, not stand in the way of sinners, not sit in the seat of the scoffer. Verse 2, but his delight is in the Torah instruction of the Yahweh and in his law do he meditate day and night. Verse 3, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth his fruit in his season. His leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Verse 4, the unyagwali are not so, but are like the chips, yeah. chaff, which which the wind driveth away. Verse 4. Therefore, the unyakwali, verse 5, I'm sorry, verse 5. Um, verse 5. Therefore, the unyakwali shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Verse 6, For the Yahweh for, for the Yahweh knoweth the way of the righteousness, but the way of the unyahweh shall perish. Hallelujah. 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 The ways of the unyak Rally is going to perish. He might not get you today, but he'll get you tomorrow. So we tell you now, jump to the plate. If you got if you got gifts in Yahweh, and, and you're going to be want to see his ministry advance, jump to the plate. The blessing he'll put on you is to advance his ministry. And that's according to Revelation chapter 5. You think you you think he, he put some skills on you just to be uh so pan working with Satan? No. He put you in these days for this cause. That was read in Esther chapter four, twelve through fourteen. It's for the band this ministry, it's for to put a school out there and have your babies and your grandbabies and your cousins and your niece come and learn something. But when Yahweh make his move, 
you'll understand exactly what's going on. As long as you watch that one eye faith and keep it Sunday, Lord God and Jesus and Jehovah Jireh and Nisi, the clock will run out on you. So right, chapter four or three, mother. Give me um twenty-eight to thirty-one in the closing statement, mother. Twenty-eight to thirty-one. And Sister Sarah have me thirty-two and thirty-three and the closing statement behind what you got to say. So right, four or three. Twenty-eight down to thirty-one there, Mother E, and the closing statement come out. Catch you tomorrow at six o'clock. Come out. The book of Sarah, chapter 43, verses 28 to 31. Verse 28, how shall we be able to magnify him? For he is great above all his work. 29, the Yahweh is terrible and very great, and marvelous is his power. Verse 30, when the when when ye glorify the Yahweh, exalt him as much as you can. But even yet will he far exceed. And when you exalt him, put forth all your strength and be not weary, for you can never go far enough. 31. Who has seen him? that he might tell us, and who can magnify him as he is. So he says, look, when, you, when you're doing your quiet business, put all you got in. Don't be thumbing around, dragging your feet, because you can never go farther enough. And don't look for no pat on the back when you're doing your quiet business, because that's your death you're going to find out later on. Because Yahweh put the spirit in you to step up to the plate, and you'd be noticing when you'd be washing dishes or driving the car, that that small field boy to speak to you. Why do you not do more for the ministry? Why do you not stepping up to the plate and doing your part? That that be Yahweh is telling you, get in where you been in it. Come on, mother, give me that clothes and say come on. Thank and praising Yahweh for the class. Thank and praising Yahweh to be in the class. Thank and praising Yahweh for the seer. And thank and praise Yahweh for the listener. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, and, and, and what's your famous word is, Mother? Tell me, hold on. You got to hold on, Mother. You know, you can't be, you, 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 can't, you can't look, you got to hold on. You got to do your part of Yahweh and just hold on. That's what you got to do. That's Mother, Mother E's famous closing words. Hold on and do your part. Come on, that Sister Sarah. Give me that 32 and 33, what it say, and a closing statement. Where you at, Sister Sarah? I'm here. All right, 43, 32, and 33, and a closing statement. Come on. Book of Sirach, chapter 43, verse 32 reads, There are yea here greater things than there be, for we have seen but a few of his works. Verse 33, For the Yahweh have made all things, and all to the Yahweh 
have he given wisdom? Yeah, it's all we all, all we are seeing. I don't care what you are seeing. That number of the fuel is the thing you see out there now. And everything you see out there in Yahweh is temporarily. The first thing you got to do is seek the kingdom of Yahweh and all them things you won't be adding to you anyway. You got to get this man right first. Then everything will be added to you. Get this man right first. Because this man will put you in a situation. He'll put money all the way down for five blocks down the street in your pocket. But he'll mess your health up. See, God, uh, I got all this money and I can't even breathe. <laughs> what he's telling you the first thing you do is get your mighty one right. And all them things yeah. that you want will be added to you. Call and say that after the sale. What you got to say? You on the clock? Come on. Um, I'm going to end this out with a closing statement from the book of Sirach 7, verse 12. Read, but be continually with the Yaqwali man, whom thou knowest to keep the commandments of the Yaqwa, whose mind is according to thy mind, and will follow with you if thou shalt miscarry. Verse 15 reads, and above all this, pray to the most high that he will direct you thy way in truth. Hallelujah, Yaqwa. Hallelujah, 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 That's our biggest problem today. We're looking for size 14 shoes, and we're looking for Beyonce lookalike. And that ain't nothing but an error on both on both perspectives. Continue in the order of Yahweh, and all them things that you want will be added to you. But make sure you got your Yahweh right. Matter of fact, there um, you know, line up. Give me three twenty-two of First John, just to make sure that's in the Bible what we're just saying. First John, young, young line, three twenty-two. What it say that we can read? Going to the back of the book. First John, we're going to read chapter three. We'll pick it up at verse number twenty-two. Going to the back of the book. First John, we're going to read chapter three. We'll pick it up at verse number twenty-two. The book of First John, chapter three, verse twenty-two, and it reads: "And whatsoever we act." We receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. See, you got to do things that be pleasing in his sight. You all over the place and you ain't pleasing in his sight. I remember brothers in the class. You know, he uh, had a high position. And folks say, well, you know, um, hey, see, you know, I'm getting ready to retire now and I'm pretty General John for the Bay. I'm going to move out of town. Me and my better half going to retire together. We're going to General John for the Bay. I said, what about the ministry, brother? Well, yeah, yeah, I'm going to still have time for that. Okay. So he retired and got the great big old house built up on the, in, the, in, the, in the part we ain't going to name. No, Yahweh, I say, you ain't going to make it to the house, but you'll put in the house. Ducking dead. Mm. Why? Because I don't care how big you get, keep your Yahweh first. I don't care how big you get, 
in the world. Make sure your Yahweh is first. Let's go to Romans chapter 12, 1, 2, and 3. That young line backed up with Baruch 4, verse 48. Let's see what in Romans chapter 3, young line, chapter 12, 1, 2, and 3. Going over to the book of Romans, chapter 12. We're going to read verse 1, 2, and verse number 3. We're going to the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 1, 2, and verse number 3. Book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 1, read. Now, about that time, Herod, up, oh, wrong, I'm in the wrong book. Book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 1, 2, and verse 3. Verse 1, read. I beseech you, brother. I mean, I, I beg you, therefore, brother, by the mercies of Yahweh, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, righteous, acceptable unto Yahweh, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good. And acceptable and perfect will of Yahweh. Verse number three. For I say, through the grace, through the mercy given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as Yahweh has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Baruch, chapter 4, verse 28. Going over to the book Baruch, chapter 4, verse 28. Going over to the book of Baruch, chapter 4. We'll pick it up at verse number 28. 28 reads, For as it was your mind to go astray from the Yahweh, from Yahweh so being returned, seek him ten times more. You see that? He said, look here. So when you find out you, you like it in Yahweh, give me Ezekiel 14, 5 through 11. Have that waiting on me. When you find out you, you like it in Yahweh, and you understand your, that, you, that you were created for these days, if you put a spirit on you that you can do something so great, make sure you do it for, for your salvation. Make sure you got your salvation lined up. Mm-hmm. Don't do what you're doing for the world, but it, it's going to pass away. Mm-hmm. Your salvation's on the line. Jump up to the plate and make sure you got Yahweh right first, I right first. Mm-hmm. And all them things that you want will be added to you. He can make your money so long that it'll reach mm-hmm. all around the corner and back. But he mm-hmm. had you where you came free. Mm-hmm. Then what? Ezekiel. Chapter 14, 5 through 11. Listen good. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 14. You want to read verse 5 down to verse number 11. Going to the book of Ezekiel. We want to chapter 14, 5 down to 11. Verse 5 reads, That I may take the family of Israel in their own mind, because they are all estranged from me through their idols. Verse 6. Therefore say unto the family of Israel, Thus says the wise Jehovah, Repent, and turn yourselves from your idols, 
and turn away your faces from all your abominations. Verse 7, for every one of the family of Israel or of the strangers that sojourneth in Israel, which separated himself from me, and set it up his and set it in his mind, and put it the stumbling block of his sins before his face, and come to a and come to a seer to inquire of him concerning me, I the Yahweh will answer him by myself. Mm-hmm. Verse eight. And I will set my face against that man, and will make him a sign in a proverb. And I will cut him off from the midst of my people. And you shall know that I am the Yahweh. And if the... Verse 11. Verse number 11. Verse number 11. That the family of Israel may go no more astray from me, neither be polluted any more with all their sins, but that they may be my people. And I may be their Yahweh, says the Yahweh, Yahweh. Skip down to verse 12 and on to verse 23 to close the statement there, Yahweh. So you see the man saying, you got to put this man first. This man can have, say, put a, a suitcase of money in your pocket. Put it in you where you can't even breathe. Huh? So what good is it? Who's going to enjoy it? One of them old grandsons of somebody going to enjoy it. See? One of them grandnieces. You got to make sure you got your Yahweh right. 12 on to verse 23 and close the thing there, young lion. Come on. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 14, verse 12 down to verse 23. Verse 12 reads, The word of the Yahweh came again to me, saying, verse 13, Son of man, when the land sinned against me by trespassing grievously, then will I stretch out my hand upon it, and will break the staff of the bread thereof, and will send famine upon it, and will cut off man and beast from it. 14. Though, there, though these three men, Noah, James, and Job, were in it, they should deliver but their own souls by their righteousness, says the Yahweh. 15. If I cause Norsham beasts through the land, and they spoil so that it just desolates that no man may pass through because of the beast. Verse 16. Though these three men were in it, as I lived, says the Yahweh, Yahweh, they should deliver neither sons nor daughters. They only should be delivered, but the land should be desolate. 17. Or if I bring a sword upon the land and say, Sword, go through the land, so that I cut off man and beast from it. Verse 18. Though so these three men were in it, as I live, says the wise Jehovah, they should deliver neither son nor daughter, but they only shall be delivered themselves. 19. Or if I send a pestilence into the land, into that land, and pour out my fury upon it in blood to cut off from it man and beast, though Noah, James, and Job were in it, as I live, says the wise Jehovah. They should deliver neither son nor daughter. They should be delivered their own souls by their righteousness. Verse mm-hmm. 21. But thus says the Yahweh, Y-H-W-A, how much more when I send my four-sorb judgment upon Yadah Judah, the sword, and the famine, and the north and beast, and the pestilence to cut off from it man and beast. 
22. Yet, behold, therein shall be left a remnant that shall be brought forth, both sons and daughters. Behold, they shall come forth unto you, and you shall see their way and their doing, and you shall be turning the evil that forfeited, evil that I have brought upon Yadadjus, even concerning all that I have brought upon. 23. And they shall comfort you when you see their ways and their doings, and you shall know that I have not done without, that have not done without call. All that I have done in it, says the wise W.H. Yahweh. for another blessed day to read his word. Thank you, Yahweh, for the opportunity to meet the serious world of Steve Roy. Thank you, Yahweh, to be able to teach my family the word of Yahweh. Thank you, Yahweh, for the elders, the mothers, brothers, the sisters, and all the 12 tribes of Israel. Thank you, Yahweh, for bringing us all back together on one accord. I want to read from the book of uh, the Rock. Chapter 4, picking up at verse number 25. 25 reads, And no wise speak against the truth, but be abashed of error of your ignorance. 26. Be not ashamed to confess your sins, and force not the course of the river. 27. Make not thyself an underline to a foolish man, neither accept the person of the mighty. 28. Strive for the truth unto death, 